Hi, I'm Regan. I'm Marie. And you're listening to POV from Two Wing Three. All right, so this first episode is to get to know us. So what is this podcast about? Who are we? And why does this matter? So here we go. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Marie, where what do you think this podcast is going? Like, what are we doing? What are our goals? Why are we doing this? Totally. Good question. Um, I think I kind of view this podcast as like the magnum opus of our friendship. Yes. Like <laughs> together, this dialogue and like talk with each other because we just talk all the time and text all the time. And we figured like, why not just record it in case there are other people like us out there, you know? <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think the overall kind of goal is just to increase like the amount of stories told from the perspective of a two wing three. If you're familiar with the Enneagram, both Reagan and I are two wing threes. Um, and to just like, encourage those vulnerable conversations we love Brene Brown um yes yeah. <laughs> yeah I think that when you presented this idea to me like I was so gung-ho about it and I was like yes let's 100% unquestioningly let's do it um and then as we like started to narrow it down it just made a lot more sense for us to talk about like all these experiences and like you mentioned just being vulnerable and talking about um like day-to-day life being a two-wing really fascinating I think so yeah totally all right where are we from what is your home state Reagan (laughs) well my home state is Louisiana and I am from a suburb of New Orleans what about you Marie I am from Minnesota I am from the Twin Cities area about 10 minutes between both cities so we are the opposite ends of the country from each other. <laughs> so you're probably wondering how we met. Like, how did we, how did we get to be such close friends? Um, and we met in college. We met at the College of St. Benedict in choir, actually. And Marie is one of those friends, for me at least, where um, I remember distinctly the first time that we ever met and oh. not realizing that we would be such good friends and every time I look back on our friendship that moment is like I always remember it now because I'm like okay that's the moment but we weren't that close then and it's just one of those things where a stranger becomes your best friend and you never knew so (laughs) so sweet yeah Yeah, we met in choir one of our mutual friends was conducting a lab choir um And we both signed up for it and sang in it together. And it was really fun. We got to be altos together. And then we kind of just went from there. You know, we've been altos together ever since and (laughs) inseparable. But yeah. Um, And I think mentioned that's so important about our friendship is that the majority of it has been long distance. Yes. So we've spent so much time... um, over the phone, over Skype, texting, uh, and, and like physically distant because uh, Marie is a little older than I am. So she graduated last year and with COVID and everything, it's kind of been a little different with our friendship. So, mm-hmm. yeah. and you're more adventurous than, than I am. So you studied abroad <laughs> in Austria <laughs> and I did not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then going home for summer and breaks mm-hmm. and stuff. So. Yeah. Um, so, what is 
your age, your star sign, your Enneagram, your Myers-Briggs, and your Hogwarts house, Reagan. Ooh, all right. So I'm 22 years old, Taylor Swift here, woohoo. Um, and <laughs> my star sign is Libra. And for those of you who are super into it, my moon is Leo and my rising is Aries. Um, and then my Enneagram is, what, you guessed it, two and three. <laughs> <laughs> And Myers-Briggs is an INFJ, which I I have so many questions about that personality test, mm-hmm. but we can talk about that. <laughs> And then my Hogwarts house is kind of a hybrid of Ravenclaw and Hufflepuff. So I think it's Ravenpuff, I think it's called. <laughs> That's awesome. I don't know. Uh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What about you, Marie? Age, star sign, Enneagram, Myers-Briggs, Hogwarts? Totally. The important qualifiers in a person, obviously. Um, I am also 22. I am a Taurus. I don't know my moon or my sun or whatever you just said. Um, I'm also a two-wing three. Big shock. I am an INFP. um, And I am a Hufflepuff. I used to be a Ravenclaw. And then I think, like, in high school, I was Ravenclaw. And then I just, you know, blossomed into this Hufflepuff personality in college. Definitely definitely yeah (laughs) wow okay so family life um how many siblings do you have what's your family life like totally um I have three brothers two older and one younger no sisters (laughs) well at least I wasn't raised with any sisters I gained a sister-in-law in in 2016 and honestly I cannot wait until all my other brothers get married so we can even out the boys to girls ratio I've been outnumbered for too long (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> but yeah, I have a really good family life. It's, you know, classic Minnesotan little family. Um, yeah, it's been really good. <laughs> How about you, Reagan? Good. Yeah, I have three brothers as well. But no way. I, yeah, no way. <laughs> so yeah, I have three younger brothers and um, no sisters and sadly no sister-in-laws yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, so one of them is dating someone currently and we love her i hope that that continues because she's a sweetheart but yeah <laughs> family life is you know we're cajun creole mix going on so we love to party <laughs> we <laughs> love that mm-hmm. oh now we get to the good the good questions uh, These are the really deep questions um what oh, yeah. or who is your current celebrity crush <laughs> Okay, how do we condense this? So my current celebrity crush is Francois Arnault. He is a Canadian actor from Montreal, and he is a beautiful, beautiful man, and also a great human. Like, I love reading about, like, his interviews and stuff. He has a really good, um, he's really good at articulating himself, and he's very intelligent, very educated, and I really admire that. And I also really like how he responds to people in his Instagram comments when they <laughs> when they um, express a view that is different than his. The way he handles it is very admirable. So we love him. That's awesome. <laughs> what about you, Marie? Your current celeb well, crush? <laughs> if you know me, it's pretty obvious. Um, pretty obvious, yeah. <laughs> um, Thomas Stanley Holland um, is my celebrity crush. I love, I love that you put the middle name in. I love it. Oh, absolutely. Stanley is a, it's a pretty good middle name. Um, the trailer for his new movie, Cherry, just dropped today. So I'm a little bit emotionally unstable, but it's fine. <laughs> We're working with it. 
I love that. Oh my gosh. I still need to watch it. You sent it to me and I need to watch it. Oh my so. god, Megan, it's so good. <laughs> it looks so good. Oh, you've already like <laughs> better already- win an Oscar for it. <laughs> oh gosh. We need him to win an Oscar for this. Yes. <laughs> oh, he deserves it. Totally. All right. So what is your go-to fast food place or fast food order? However you want to go about this one. I thought about this for a while because I think a lot of people that know me would say that it's Raising Cane's. And while I don't disagree with that, I think I would maybe put Wendy's before that or Culver's, which is kind of key. This is news to me. (laughs) Wow, please elaborate on this. I'd love to know. <laughs> well, okay, Culver's is like a classic Midwest staple. You know, you got to get the cheese curds, the, you know, uh, chicken strips good. or the burger or whatever. And then, of course, the concrete mixer. Those are so good. Um, Wendy's is just also a staple. Like, I love the Frosties. Dipping the fries into the Frosties is pretty much the only way to eat Wendy's. Their chicken nuggets, I feel like, are really crispy, very prime. Um, yes. but yeah, Raisin Cane's like, it's just so good and I love it. But sometimes you're just not craving chicken, you know, like sometimes you're like, I want something a little different. So I would go either Wendy's or Culver's. <laughs> wow. No, I totally get that. Yep. I think chicken is just, yeah, I get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How about you? Girl? Popular, a little too basic. Um, yeah. Um, I would say, yeah, this is a hard question for me because I'm a foodie and I'm really going to try not to just cop out and say, oh, it depends on my mood. So I'm going to really try right now. Um, I love Taco Bell. We'll always be down for Taco Bell, like 100%, 2 a.m., 11 a.m., whatever. Taco Bell is it. Um, They just have so much and you can choose so many different things. Um, And then I love Chick-fil-A. Um, we don't like the taste of homophobia, but <laughs> it's okay. Uh, we we love Chick-fil-A for the food, mm-hmm. uh, quality, and I do like a classic McDonald's burger. Ooh. I will say that a classic McDonald's burger is a great option, mm-hmm. um, especially because it has a lot of memories for me when I was abroad. Uh, we had a McDonald's right at our bus stop uh, to get off at our like apartments and so whenever we'd go to the bar and we stay out so late and we were like you know you get so like you get so hungry and you're craving everything under the sun when you're drinking right mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. so we always just get off that bus immediately we're going to Mickey D's and I had my go-to order it was two cheeseburgers with fries and nugs and I would always save a cheeseburger for the morning because I was my hangover burger so that's the that's the key to life i think you cracked the code reagan a morning burger that's the way to go <laughs> it was a morning burger yeah it was great <laughs> yep i was living the life so <clears throat> anyway <laughs> what is your ideal day off i thought a lot about this one um it's very specific and detailed but i feel like that's very characteristic of me so just hang with me um so my ideal yeah. day off would be like a 60 70 degree weather day like sunny and overcast a light like warm breeze you know like one of those just like perfect days um it would consist of grabbing some caribou in the morning I am a caribou person not Starbucks (laughs) so grabbing (laughs) yeah grabbing caribou in the morning spending the day outside with friends maybe like hammocking Mm -hmm. having a picnic kayaking or paddleboarding on a lake 
and then watching movies in the evening or playing like get to know you questions around a bonfire. Like I love one of my favorite things to do with my friends is play get to know you questions. Um, then I would probably drive home like a late night drive by myself, either listening to like Harry Styles, Sean Mendez, maybe just driver's license by Queen Olivia Rodrigo over and over again. <laughs> yes. Yes. The queen. And then ending up reading a little bit of one of my Jane Austen books and then sleeping. Mm. Wow, I love it. No, it's so great. It's so balanced. And just like, you have a little bit of time for yourself, but you also have time with the people you love. So I love totally. that. That's great. How about you? Um, I would say kind of similar in that it's like a very balanced day. One of my the best days of my life was the first day that I spent in London last year abroad. And I woke up in the morning, I was all by myself. And I went down to Big Ben and I like walked around uh, over there and there. I cannot remember the park. It's right in front of Buckingham Palace. And I, yeah, anyway, so it's so much fun. It was so beautiful because I was by myself. I was just walking around and then I met up with friends for tea because I love tea. We had such a great time and it was like just a little lunch and everything. And, And then afterwards we went to um the british museum of art and it was so incredible and i was taking pictures of everything and i think i saw every famous artist ever to exist in that museum and that was really cool and then we walked around piccadilly square and just like had a good time going in all the shops and then that night my friend and i so emily and i went to see wicked and that was just a great and the night I know right so it's just like I I like those days of you kind of get a little bit of everything you know like like Mm -hmm. you were saying like a little bit of exercise like you're walking around and stuff you're paddle boarding or whatever and getting some sunshine but then also like the downtime and like enjoying something with someone else so Mm -hmm. you're just living the dream life right there you're just describing like just so casual (laughs) when I was in London like oh god (laughs) I'll try to refrain from no. being that person that's abroad. So. <laughs> no, I love it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> okay. So this question is a little deeper. How yeah. did you grow in 2020? Where do I begin? <laughs> Gosh, I think 2020 has... It, it was um, very... Obviously, everyone says challenging, unprecedented. You know, the list goes on of all the words that people use. I think for me, it made me a lot more compassionate. Um, And we'll touch on this later, but like my views changed a lot politically just because of everything going on. Um, And um, I would say, too, like it was challenging to focus on the self at times because there's so much going on around us it was hard to see it was hard to keep up with our own well-being and I think that that happened to me a lot um Mm -hmm. and I would kind of get lost and there would be moments where I'd say whoa like I don't even feel like I've been living in my body you know Mm -hmm. um that was hard a lot of times and I think um in terms of growth there were a lot of reflection times for myself or like times in prayer meditation where I would really try to focus on not being so negative because I think with 2020 people were just constantly like this is an awful year everything is terrible you know 
there was always something negative to say about anything that was going on. Mm-hmm. Um, but within that, I think that there's so much room for hope. And so I personally, like, especially towards the end of the year, I was trying to focus on what good can come out of all of this and how can I be more positive when everything around us seems to be caving in everything that we've ever known. Um, But I think being, being like, I will talk about this later, but I'm a theology minor. So I, you know, love talking about God and everything, but I, I think that we're moving forward. There's a new chapter. There's something that we're being provided and it's a great act of mercy by God, the universe, whatever spirituality you believe in, right? That we are being pushed to something greater. That to, in order to grow, we have to break down in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Sorry, oh, that was God. That was so beautiful. <laughs> oh, my gosh. No. Okay. Well, how did you grow in 2020? <laughs> um, I think the biggest thing for me was, like, the depths of where my mental health can go and how my brain works. Like, you know, if I'm not careful, I can really start to slip and like really struggle, which I didn't necessarily know about myself until after this year. Um, But I'm getting better at like learning what my triggers are, like where I need to remove myself from situations or conversations. Um, Mm -hmm. Therapy was super beneficial to me and I am a huge advocate for therapy. We love therapy. (laughs) We love therapy. Yeah. And I've learned a lot about myself and how my brain functions. For one, I learned that I am neuroatypical or gifted and talented, which sounds like I'm super smart and super, I can do all these things and I'm a child prodigy, but I'm not. (laughs) Um, I can, yeah, I can talk about that later on, but I'm just, I mean, I'm still learning what it means. Um, But so far it's been super eye-opening, like just learning about it and realizing like, oh, that's why I do certain things or that's, why I react that way or you know things like that um and our brains don't stop and like our brains don't stop developing until 25 so we have a lot of developing left to do so I'm excited (laughs) to step forward and kind of grow with all this info like in my back pocket and like how best to help myself and yeah Mm -hmm. stuff like that (laughs) oh that was awesome thank you for that (laughs) that's great Ooh. All right. So last question, I think, for today. Um, this is a little different from the last one. So what are your comfort movies? Oh, comfort movies. Oh, my gosh. So I think I I think I have five. Um, Spider-Man Far From Home. None of us are surprised. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Pride and Prejudice, 2005. We love that version. Um, mm. When Harry Met Sally. Oh, my God. I love that movie. Like, I can quote the entire thing. Love, Rosie. <laughs> Um, Princess Diaries, also another movie that I can oh. quote from start to finish. Yeah, and then Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. So oh, I guess that's six. That's... Yeah, no, that's okay. No, keep listening, them, please. Like, those <laughs> are you. So good. <laughs> no, I love that you. Yes, and I think I've seen a lot of those with you because mm-hmm. I know you showed me Harry Met Sally, and that was <sighs> absolutely incredible. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we always love, we love Annie Hathaway. Yes, Annie show. Hathaway. Yes. Wait, she's not <laughs> in any of the movies I mentioned. Oh my gosh, she Princess- is. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, that's oh, funny. Oh. <laughs> I loved, I loved all of those that you mentioned. And Pride and Prejudice, of course. You know, top oh, yeah. of the list. <laughs> yeah, and I, you know, 
I would say for my comfort movies, it's hard for me to like pick off the top of my head, but I've always loved Forrest Gump. I just think that's such a great story of resilience. Um, and then, oh gosh, Les Mis makes me cry without fail every time. Mm-hmm. Every time. <laughs> and I can sing through the whole thing. So are you, don't watch it. Are you an Eponine or Cosette? Oh God, an Eponine. Of course. Always. <laughs> always. <laughs> um yeah and gosh what else I love Disney movies like any in particular I love Sleeping Beauty that's a great one do you like the blue dress or the pink dress better oh god that's so hard um (laughs) don't tell the fairies please uh so I would probably pick the blue dress the blue one (laughs) the blue one yeah yeah I think I would do the blue one Mm-hmm. I think pink is just basic. I'm sorry. So <laughs> yeah, that's my personal opinion. Um, and oh gosh, and obviously, like currently in my state of life that I'm in right now, any like Francois or no thing, anything under the sun that he's in. Um, yeah. So I think that that's kind of those are kind of mine. And there was one movie that I've watched recently that I was like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. And I can't remember what it was. But if it comes up in another episode, I'll probably just shout it out. And then you'll know what I mean. Was it Becoming Jane? <laughs> oh, no. But I love that movie. Oh, that was so good. It's a good one. Oh, my God. James McAvoy with a beauty. Yeah, that was great. Um, that made that kind of ripped my heart out in a lot of ways. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not even kind of. It really did. So... don't watch atonement then don't watch that movie because that will really rip your heart out another james mcavoy movie <laughs> okay well now i'm gonna go watch it <laughs> oh my gosh i i'm more of a tv show person in terms of like comfort sure what are your comfort tv shows then definitely the mentalist we love that um it's a great show about it's very tragic actually <laughs> Which is kind of sad, but it has a lot of seasons, so you can just binge and binge and binge. Um, but it's about this guy who makes fun of a serial killer, and the serial killer kills his family. <laughs> so, and then he makes it his life goal to find the serial killer and outsmart him and kill him. So, it's a really, really fascinating show. There's a lot of funny moments, and it's it's a lot of fun to watch. Um, a little gory, so if you're not into that, but yeah, fun, fun, yeah, nice, <laughs> yeah. Anything else we wanted to talk about today? Hmm, I don't know. What are you on? What are you working on? What you're am I working on? Oh, I guess I'm. So one of the hobbies I've picked up in quarantine, I've become kind of an old lady. Um, I like sew to quilts, like a full-on quilt. But I've been embroidering, yeah. and so I'm embroidering one of the buildings from campus, like our college campus, oh. that you know means a lot to me and pretty much all mm-hmm. choir kids <laughs> yep. perform in that building. Um, but yeah, I've been really loving embroidery. It's it's a good way to mm-hmm. kind of just like mindlessly like work with my fingers and like be doing things when I'm feeling restless. Because sometimes, you know, I've gotten to the point where I need to be overstimulated at all times. <laughs> Yes. And so, like, yeah. I'm watching a TV show, <laughs> I'm scrolling on TikTok, I'm embroidering, I'm also possibly, like, talking with a family member, like, I'm doing all these things at the same time. But Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that's, you gotta do what you gotta do. So, <laughs> yeah, no, I love the one that you made me of um, the Taylor Swift lyric. Yeah. My favorite. 
I was it's so cute I love it (laughs) so yeah I guess one thing we could mention is like the other topics that we might talk about like other podcast episodes um of course I can pull up the little list we have so yeah Reagan said she is a theology minor so I don't know if you want to talk about that kind of topic yeah (laughs) Um, I will try to make this extremely brief. Uh, So one of the topics we'll talk about is modern Catholicism and theology and the Catholic left. So how does Jesus fit into the climate in America right now? How can we better interpret Jesus and God or spirituality um, in terms of our daily struggles now that actually will be relatable to us. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I guess like some background, like both Reagan and I were raised mm-hmm. Catholic, but we are mm-hmm. very progressive Catholics. Like we're not yeah. conservative Catholics. <laughs> but that's nope. a little background on what that episode might be like. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. It'll be a fun one. Yeah. Very fascinating. Um, we also have like talking about mental health, which I think yeah. is going to be a super good one. Um, healthy and unhealthy, like, family friend relationships like experiences we've had with that in the past um dating apps Woo! dating Woo-hoo! in your early 20s yeah <laughs> that'll be a really funny episode i think we'll have some fun stories for you <laughs> yes <laughs> that'll be a good one Ooh. um intersectional feminism so um if you don't know what that means uh that's based that's kind of like so there are different levels of oppression in a lot of ways. Not that we need to categorize oppression because everyone deals with their own struggles, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a way of recognizing that a lot of women also have the oppression of being in a minority group or an ethnic group that is also oppressed. So, for example, like being a Black woman in America is extremely difficult. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of ways in which... Um, our society prevents those people from advancing in ways that other people do. Mm-hmm. Totally. Um, we also want to talk about like post-grad life because I graduated from college May 2020. Yeah. Reagan is going to this May. Um, hey. We can talk a little bit about that. And then also yep. just kind of school and education in general. But yeah, I hope you enjoyed listening. This is kind of just, you know, very conversational, very much so two best friends just chit chatting kind of podcast. So if that's your jam, feel free to hit that <laughs> subscribe button, that follow button. Oh, I don't know what the yeah. button is. <laughs> Keep up with everything going. <laughs> exactly. Um, well, thank you for listening in today. We've enjoyed having you and thank you for participating in our new adventure. Yeah. I'm super excited to see where the Thanks for listening to our first episode. <laughs> I cannot. I can't.